Hey guys, welcome back to Culture Talk. This is Culture Queen and I am your host of this podcast where we talk about life and the living and some of the lessons I've learned along the way. So, continuing on with this series of family, I want to discuss the topic of gratitude. Um, I was in the bathroom just now and I was thinking of like how to start this off, whether I should write something down or just structuring my mind as I usually do, but in keeping with the spirit of podcasting purely based off truth, I figured it's better not to fabricate a frame or a story and just tell it like it is. So, gratitude sometimes feels like a sword used against us, you know. Gratitude sometimes is weaponized against our wills to cut us down and to keep us at a manageable size, I think. You know, in my head I was just going through words with reasons and seasons and cycles and how we can go about translating these traumas into teaching, how we can actually try and glean from the desperation of our discoveries of ourselves or our family or some of the pain that our loved ones give us out of their charity. You know, gratitude. How can you claim the story of my success but not the source of my scarring? How is it you believe that you were abundant with blessings but never blocked me or bewitched me? You know? We cannot claim to be triumphant without looking back at the trauma. We cannot be the reason for someone's growth without looking at the shrinkage. I think it's important to look at things in multiple capacities because Gratitude itself is a loaded theme, I think. And many people feel that it's a restrictive word, and it shouldn't be. It's supposed to be a good word, a positive word. It's supposed to bring to mind positivity, progress, growth. But for me, it doesn't, actually. It's a thorn in my side, I can't lie. Being told to be grateful, you should be grateful. How am I grateful for someone facing the consequences of their actions? How am I supposed to be grateful for you doing something you should have done in the first place? How am I supposed to be grateful when I never asked to be here? How am I supposed to be grateful of a gift which is just shown to me to be a curse? Like, this life we're living, a lot of people are struggling right now, and there's many people who would rather not be here. That's why they sleep during the day and take to the shadows at night, is they really don't want to face up and front life because life is hard, life is dark, life is dreary, and it's... It's crazy, you know. But with all that being said, I still am grateful for being alive, I guess, for this gift. I'm thankful I'm able to exchange my currency of time with people I love the most, and people who love me most. But I'm also thankful for having been able to love, to live, to lead, to lose. I think life is beautiful. It's been a beautiful experience overall. 
And I'm thankful for my parents, thankful for my grandparents, thankful for my predecessors, thankful for my whole lineage of ancestors. I think, uh, I thank God more importantly, but I also venerate their names too. I think the vessels that brought me into being, the mothership, I thank her mostly. Obviously she conceived me with love and then harbored me in her womb and brought me into this world. So I definitely have to be thankful for her enduring that pain and for sacrificing herself for my life. But irrespective of that, let's talk about gratitude in depth. So being grateful, being thankful, being appreciative of what someone has offered you, whether it's charity, whether it's time, whether it's clothing, gifts, love, light, inspiration, energy. I think we should be ought to be grateful for the good and the bad in life. As I said in the episodes prior to this, life is just is just subjective. It's not really subjective. I don't want to mire myself in darkness or put myself in a moral quandary about all oh, no do's and don'ts of life. I just think life, from the way I see it, is a line of grey and we tiptoe with them to the white side or the dark side. And unfortunately, yes, white, light, dark, night, I'm sorry, whatever, you have to forgive me. But you get what I mean, I think yin and yang is the whole point of life, it's a circle. I don't think life goes in any other direction, so I think we have ups and downs, we have highs and lows, we have good and bad, and we have, you know, bright and dark moments, but... Overall, the sun still shines, even when it rains a little. And plants do grow after storms, you know. Trees do hold, hold steadfast in winter. And fruit will grow in spring. Fruit will ripen in summer. And I think that's ultimately the perspective I'm trying to channel right now with my higher self. If you ask me even a year ago, two, three years ago, about gratitude or being grateful. You were not going to move me or even bargain with me about, you know, offering thanks or appreciation to those who've done what they're supposed to do, those who've done their duty. But then again, people ought to be praised and thanked and validated for going in the right direction and for standing on principles and living up to morals and establishing an accord with higher alignment itself. You know, it is an admirable thing. It is respectable. It is something we ought to take into consideration and regard highly. I think that's my newfound perspective on life. That's the more seasoned and mature version of cultured code. Speaking on that. But speaking specifically... I want us to be thankful for the gift of friendship, the gift of family, the gift of fostering familiarity with different people. I like that space. I like that comfortable, comfortable zone where we can be silencing each other's presence and just enjoy our attention. Like we don't really have to exchange too many words, but we can both be fully present in the interaction. I love that. I also love that. You know, words are powerful and your words can build or destroy someone's world. I think um, 
Gratitude itself can be used for good. I think being grateful can inspire hope in other people. Being grateful can be a rocket on their back. Being grateful can propel someone to great heights which never would have foresaw. I think gratitude is a secret weapon. I think gratitude is a way we can build each other and siphon off the positive energy garnered from that uh, appreciation of of the other. So I don't think it's all bad. Even though I feel we are quite forceful with our charity. You know, recently my cousins and I have been having some real deep, meaningful conversations. And you're saying to me, it doesn't feel like here in Zambia we are honest with our charity. It feels we give her the left and we give the left hand and have a camera on in the right hand, you know, and we give only to showboat and boast and to flex on others. You know, like how do you give something and remind someone a year later about that gift you gave, supposedly? Whether it's buying a six-pack or a drink or even some food and you humiliate the person publicly or in the company of, you know, people they respect and you bring up how the said person never had money and you did this and you helped them out that way. Or how, you know, we've talked about parenthood a lot. There's this idea that everything you are is because of me. So in short, that takes away your free will and your self-determination, suggesting that without their guidance, you wouldn't, as I said, be where you are or who you are. And it's true. You come from them. You are literally their genetic material, their DNA, from your father's scrotum to your mother's womb. There is something deeply biological and physical, but also transcendental, something spiritual going on. But I don't believe that the casing of your body in this physical realm is necessarily as important as the bearings on your soul. And I think the soul doesn't come from them. The soul comes from the divine, it comes from source creation. So if you are to actually conversate about who you are, who you ought to be, you ought to be speaking to a higher power or a higher self, and that is God. So you're thanking the giver of life, you're thanking breath, Yahweh. And you can't really put all those praise and adjuration onto your parents because then it's misappropriately placed. It goes higher up even further than them, even from where they come from. But that's not a conversation. And what's interesting is, as this series develops, what we'll come to realize is some of the more difficult things to have these days are conversations, especially conversations about difficult things. So it's not even that the conversation itself is not already hard enough, but it's even framing a time where you can actually span over said topic without having to console or conjure someone over how your feelings make them feel. Remember how in the previous video I said I'm not going to let people's feelings be my ceiling for expressing myself. You should never let how someone feels limit your feeling because while in respect it's good to exercise discernment and not tell everyone everything, it is important to express your truth. But more importantly, it is important to think freely 
and to do so you might risk offending someone but that's the same for everyone if we all risk offending each other but exercise discernment so as to not to or at least to minimize that offense i think that's better because then we at least have a freer flow of information which is why i'm trying to drive this difficult conversation with the podcast which is again why i'd like you guys to pick up the phone and broadcast this message with your parents your elders your family your friends i think we could be part of the revolution itself and allow for the people coming after us whether it's our younger brothers sisters cousins friends um nephews nieces daughters grandchildren sons we can bring usher them into a space where you are allowed to express yourself and you're allowed to express yourself not only in the arena of emotion but also in the absence of political correctness i think there's a lot of barriers put up by being politically correct and i think the way we do family in africa particularly in zambia but particularly in my family my two clans is very political i think there's a lot of tiptoeing there's a lot of eggshells being dodged which for me is bs to be quite frank because i don't understand why the pretense like why can't we just have the conversation of look i don't like you oh look i'm not really associating with you i don't really understand why we have to put on a fake smile and grin and be thankful for the gift of family even though that hardly resembles what the situation is we have going on. It's more of a farce. It's more of a play. It's a performance. And not a good one at that. It's like poor acting on top of that. At least be good at the action. Like get a get an Oscar for your for your acting, Chief. Don't be poor about it, man. Don't be a Nollywood type B list actor trying to talk about family. You can't even hold a smile longer than five seconds. Like really? So outside of that, I think that gratitude is something I've been using to further advance myself in society. So I am grateful for people who do good things to me and I wish blessings upon them. And I give compliments like candy. I give them away freely, not like a creepy guy in a van trying to steal your kids, but I throw my compliments like confetti. I shower people in compliments. I give death by kindness. And I think some people find it smothering. Some people find it disorienting because you operate on a paradigm where you hold on to positivity until the last. You really have to wow someone in your family to earn that respectability, to get that gratitude or that grace or that kindness shown to you. I don't believe in that. I believe in sharing good vibes all the time as often as you can. I like making other people happy. And I think that's my form of charity. And that's something I'm grateful for. I'm grateful for the capacity to change the outlook of someone's day by offering a compliment. And girls, try this. I'm sure if you've offered a gender compliment, you'll see how he'll light up. His skin will literally tighten. He'll start to glow. He'll walk different for like three months straight. Because guys don't actually get compliments. Especially not black African Zambian guys. You know Contrary to popular belief, as much as people like to, you know, posture that men, whatever, top of the turntables, this and the third, men aren't actually that nice to each other, you know? So even in our world, even though we're the supposed 
superior class. There's classism and there's further divide. There's the greatest divide probably amongst men than there is between men and women. Because men don't actually like each other. And if you've actually had in-depth conversations with gents, or at least seen the interactions in the locker room, there's a lot of like um, phallus swinging going on. There's a lot of just ego and tripping and pride and poking and jeering and jabbing. It's it's hectic being a gent, but you develop tough skin and you have a you know a strong outlook on the world. But I'm grateful for being a man. It's another thing I'm grateful for. I'm grateful for this physical form I'm in. I quite enjoy it. I enjoy being a man. Oh, not maybe being a man. I enjoy being me. I'm thankful for my mind. I'm thankful for my heart. I'm thankful for my soul. I'm thankful for my being. I'm thankful for me. I'm grateful for me, for the mistakes I've made. I'm grateful for me, for the sacrifices I made. I'm grateful for me for the money I will make. I'm grateful for me for the lives I'll touch. I'm grateful for me for the people I'll bless. I'm grateful for me for the words that will dance across people's eardrums. I'm thankful for me for everything and everyone that has been good and that I've done good to and good for. And I speak blessings into everyone listening to this audio note. I think you ought also to be grateful for yourself, or grateful for your sacrifices, grateful for your growth, grateful for your journey, grateful for everything you are and everything you stand for. Be grateful. In conclusion, let's try and usher in an environment of enlightenment. Let's try and help each other grow, shine each other's light, that little bit brighter, and switch out those dull bulbs. Be grateful for the grace in your life, be grateful for the good things, and allow people to be gracious towards you. I think there's a lot of people who also reject comments, like they have an avoidant relationship with positivity. So whenever someone's trying to shower you with praise, you always think there's an ulterior motive, which I know stems from childhood trauma. But heal. Um, allow people to water your flowers. It's okay for people to appreciate you. It's okay for people to get close. It's okay for them to compliment you. It's okay for you to even be uncomfortable. <laughs> you know, let them know that. Don't just avoid it. But yeah, don't reject the blessings in your life. And you are too a blessing in this life. So thank you. I'm grateful for your time. I'm grateful for you listening. I'm grateful that we could share this moment together. Culture's gone out.